Welcome back to another Gear and Review. This is Bobby Ratu, and on the other side of the mic over there is Mark Berry. Say what's up. Hello. We are over here talking about gear and gadgets, cameras, mics, just things everywhere. And we just have a lot of fun over here, don't we? We have a lot of fun. What's your favorite gadget this year uh, so far in 2019? I'm looking at it right now. It's called the Wyrel. What? It's still set up in our office. We haven't took it down yet. Oh, my gosh. That was like how many episodes ago? Like three or four? And we three still, or four. Yeah, it was three or four weeks ago. We still love that daggum thing. It's awesome. All right. So this week, we're talking about more prosumer LED lights. But before we get to that, we're going to give a quick shout out to Touchpoint.Health, the network that supports gear and review. Check us out. Go to Touchpoint.Health, type it in. And you'll see all the shows that we have available. Find one. Subscribe. Please rate and review. That's how we get exposed to many other people out there that are interested in this type of content. So check us out. Go go see what we got out there. And please subscribe and rate and review. All right. Back to what we're talking about today. Prosumer LED lights. What are they, Mike? What, Mark, what are we looking at? These two lights. What, how do we describe LED lights to people? Well, they're basically... Just lights that you can use in video production, but what makes these so special that we're going to talk about today is that they're very portable. They're very lightweight. One person could easily have a three-point light set up all by themselves, and you know, which is very common with a lot of video production uh, equipment these days. You know, it it used to require a team of people. Now, one person could set up a really nice little uh, set by themselves. I mean, these are just one stand, two batteries, and a light. Now, we talked about portable LED lights in episode 14 back in October 4th of 2018. Um, today, we're talking about the same sort of thing, but they're, these lights are almost a step up from just being portable. They have some unique settings and differentiations that make it more professional. Um, and so we're going to talk about two lights today, the Digital Juice uh, Mini Burst t- uh, 256 LED light and the Drawcast Silkray 400 Bicolor LED Round Light. It's round. Both are very portable. Um, both can be used in lots of situations for you content creators. Number one, they're both battery powered. So you can put small batteries on them in order to power them for a long time. Uh, Both of them are small enough that you can hold with one hand. So in a video shoot, you can either put them on a little light stand, you can set them on top of a a bookcase, um, but they have the professional uh, abilities to really um, withstand a lot of beat and tear. Uh, that the that smaller, more plastic lights can't handle. Um, we use these on almost every shoot. Um, between the two sitting over there, which one do you like the most, uh, Mark? That's a really tough question. Uh, before I answer, I'd like to say they're both bicolor. Ah, gotcha. Uh, one of them is just, they just, they're bicolor in different ways. One has a knob where you turn it and it changes the temperature of the lighting. The other one has actual plastic filters that you switch out to change the temperature of the lighting. What do we mean by temperature lighting? So that's white colored to like outdoor to indoor type of light? Right. Like a white kind of more fluorescent type, cooler, people call it cooler temperature to a more, you know, daylight, warmer temperature which is measured in Kelvin. It goes from 3,000 to, what, I'm thinking like 5,600 Kelvin. That's right. So 3,200 Kelvin is going to be your inside tungsten light. 
that that yellow light that we see on the inside. Right. Um, the 56K or uh, 5600K Kelvin light is your blue light that the sun spits out. And so whenever you're in a room with a lot of windows, you want you have the ability to use that 5600K light. Both of these can do that to create white light on the person's face so everything looks even. Yeah. And then if you have no lights uh, from the outside of the office, no daylight coming in, you can turn it to 3200 or you can do a mixture. Both of them allow you to to make the different colors fit. And that's what makes it a little bit more professional. Most people would just have an LED light popping up and don't care about the color. These allow you to select the color temperature. I think that's what makes it more professional, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's definitely one of the features that takes it to the next level, in my opinion. And then one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about the prosumer side of these products, both of these that are different, is because we beat them up a lot, right? Yes. I mean, we we wear them out. Right. Um, And the dry cast... um, I actually broke it within the first week. And a lot of people say, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to buy that light anymore. You know, they would ship it back and just complain. Here is what I love about this light. Number one, the color is beautiful. It's portable. It allows two batteries to be on it. It has great LED settings where you can look at the, the intensity of the light, the color temperature. It has two knobs. And their customer service was amazing. All I did was reach out on Twitter to say I had a problem. Someone contacted me within 30 minutes. They asked me what my problem was. They asked if I felt like I could fix it or if I needed to ship it. I told them I just needed a part. Within a couple days, I had a part with instructions and I fixed it immediately. And so that's the difference between the consumer and the professional. The um. We have customer service for the professionals with professional grade equipment that it's their job to make sure that we're getting the equipment that we need and it's it's doing a really good job. Um, what else do you like about these lights um, on a professional side? It's funny. I'm still thinking about the question you asked and I can't really – pick my favorite. Uh, For some reason, I'm kind of leaning toward the digital juice lights, but they were the first ones I was exposed to. And I'm just wondering if I just am kind of like clinging to that first impression I had. Uh, I like them both. Uh, They're both very robust. They're both, you know, durable, even though we've beat them up a lot. Um, You could say that the dry cast has a little bit more built-in features like the knob I was talking about earlier, but really they're, they're both incredibly capable and uh, I really can't I can't pick a favorite I really can't well the digital juice is such a great light it's built out of aluminum so it's lightweight Um, it allows you to screw in a stand holder in the bottom of it through some threaded uh, threaded hole and I really like the light so much. It was really an expensive light. I think we spent about 350 bucks on each one of them. We have two of them. And um, the, the screw where you screw in inside the light stripped out. And so um, 
that's a hard piece to replace. I mean, that's you just can't replace that area. You'd have to replace the whole outer body. And so I looked at it and I liked it so much. I liked the light so much that um, I looked at the cost of actually having it retapped by a metal fabrication group versus buying another one. And to have both of them retapped was a fifth of the cost to purchase it again. And to be honest, I like the light so much and it does such a great job that I would I wanted to take the risk of having them tap the metal to refabricate that screw hole uh, than going out and having to purchase another one because it's the light is such a great light. Um, the it's a lot smaller, so it almost is like a long rectangle. It reminds me um, kind of like a big paperweight, a long paperweight. Yeah. And you can hold it in one hand. And the way that it's built is you can set it anywhere and shine the light. It has a knob to increase the intensity. It allows you to put filters on it. Um, the only thing that I don't like about it, it only has a one place for a um, battery, uh, whereas the DryCast has two slots for two batteries. Um, and it doesn't have a digital readout. So you don't know... Um, how full the battery is or not, and you don't know what the actual intensity, you just have a knob to turn it up and down. Right. And you could probably guess that the dry cast, since it has two batteries, it does last twice as long. That's We've correct. tested it. Yep. And it, it, both of them accept the same batteries or you can pick. Um, when we purchased the dry cast, it came with light stands. Um, but that wasn't the selling point to me. Both of them are small. So that we could literally put these um, these LED lights in the back of a backpack for a hike or to go somewhere. They have enough intensity to use them outside for an, a little extra light when you're in a shadow. Um, what other situations are you using them in, Mark? Well, I mean, they really thrive in interview settings, obviously. But I was going to ask you real quick uh, – you know, the, the listeners can't see, but I'm actually sitting here kind of playing with it and holding it. it one feature that the digital juice lights have is that uh, you can actually remove all filters from it and actually have the light itself uh, shine. And it seems to me that it might be just a little bit brighter than the dry cast yep. if used in this manner. Yep. Do you agree? I agree. Yeah. So it, it may be just a little bit brighter if you're in a really dark situation. You really just need to light up a scene. And I found also that the, the dimmer knob on the digital juice seems to be a little bit more fine-tuned than the dimmer knob on the dry cast. I feel like the dry cast kind of responds to you turning the knob in increments. Like you can kind of see it clicking down and clicking up. On the digital juice, it seems a little bit more fluid. So that is one, one, I don't know if it's an advantage, but that's a feature that the digital juice has that the dry cast does not. So uh, they they both have their strengths and weaknesses. But in terms of uh, using them in certain situations, they, they thrive pretty much the same way. Here's why I think it's important to talk about these prosumers, especially for you content creators. 
that are not working in a video production shop or maybe working on a video production shop, but you're not using lighting. Um, lighting is what separates a lot of the image collection than the average content collector. You know, if you're going into a, a video shoot for an interview with a physician or someone in your organization, you're going to take your DSLR, you're going to put a good mic on them. But sometimes people just don't take lights in. You know, they don't, uh, they put them near a window where the window light is coming in. But what we have found is if you can take one of these portable lights with a good battery, you can set it. Not all, You don't have to buy a light stand. You can set it on the shelf, but you, you put a little bit of light on the person's face, and it can really make a difference in what the quality of your video. And so we encourage content collectors out there to start experimenting with portable LED lights, mainly because it's they're cheaper. It's these two that we're talking about range from $150 all the way up to $400. And if you go back to uh, the pre-episode 14, there's some all the way down to uh, the $30 and $40 value, but they're more plastic-oriented. But regardless, is this is an opportunity to use this type of lighting that is portable, that you don't have to spend tons of money on. And when you're interviewing or taking pictures or getting some good shots, use a little bit light on your subject and you would be amazed at the difference, even if you just try it out a couple of times and try to practice. So anyway, that's something to think about for you content collectors as you're pushing the edge. Um, last thoughts for you, Mark, as we kind of wrap this up. I, I think you just made an incredible point about lighting. You know, we li- the market is always saturated with the cameras, you know, what kind of camera did Canon just come out with? What kind of camera did Sony just come out with? What kind of camera are you using? Uh, but lighting is just as important, if not more, than what kind of camera you're using. And I'm going to say something that some of our listeners probably have already heard, and they're going to roll their eyes. But for the ones that haven't heard it, I think they can take something away from it, is that it's an old uh, axiom within the film community is if, if you don't know how to light, it doesn't matter what camera you use. And if you do know how to light, it does not matter what camera you use. So great point about lighting. And I, I hope that the listeners will take it to heart. Awesome. Well, from uh, Bobby Ritu and Mark Berry sitting over there, my counterpart, it's good to talk to you. See you later. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.